heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. Well, it was a hostile agenda from the very beginning, and it was always doomed to fail. And that's that's the thing we need to understand. There was zero possibilities that this hostilities, this agenda of, of hostilities would have ever succeeded for, for any American, really. And, and when you begin to do the math and you look at all of the failed policies and where we're at, I mean, it's, it's eye-opening. It is striking beyond belief. Uh, something none of us probably could have predicted with with any administration, potentially. You know, there were a lot of people after Trump rooting for a, a calmer agenda, somebody who didn't uh, get in your face. I, I even seen Lindsey Graham, a recent clip of him that was circulating and saying, oh, Joe Biden, he's just what we need in this country. That was just after the January 6th thing, you know, and when everybody was real and of course after that there was a confrontation of the Capitol and that we the people were uh, a little angry at the moment for a whole host of reasons, by the way. Um, and that's been taken out of context. But, you know, Lindsey Graham saying this and saying, you know, that, hey, you know, that's probably what we need right now. And he's on record saying that as a Joe Biden, meaning that, you know, meek, mild, very moderate, vanilla, blase, Joe Biden, uh, the good old guy, the, the you know, the way he always marketed himself as the Pennsylvania dude living down the street, you know, the, the ha- harmless, can't really do anything to you. Of course, this is as he's ripping off the world leaders and him and his family, the crime family and all that they're doing. But but I digress. Right. I digress. From that standpoint, when you look at these policies and you see how catastrophic they are to every American, no matter what your level of, of uh, prosperity is or what your wage uh, wages are where you fall into the scale. You're being impacted by these policies in some way. So you have to think up front, what were they thinking? What were they thinking, really? What were they really thinking? I mean, where do these people think? How could they ever find success with these policies? Uh, wrap your mind around that, please. I mean, how do any of these policies spell success and who do they spell success for i mean there's so many we we surely won't dive deep into all of these but just to remind all of us for a brief moment just 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 a brief moment bear with me you think of the the border crisis and who does that favor does that favor any american really i mean where is an American going to benefit from these borders in the way they are? Who? Who? Uh, a Republican, a Democrat, an independent? Who? Who benefits by this? Who? I, I, I can't think of anybody. I mean, really. So why would you leave borders wide open like that? And what would the benef- benefit and factor to any American be? So now you you draw other conclusions. And many of those conclusions, by the way, 
we have not felt yet, and we may not feel for some time, but there will be a price to pay for this, these open borders, because the enemy strikes when you least expect it. And they strike at, at their will on their time, not when it's convenient for us. Keep that in mind, okay? So there, we, don't, we have not received the dividend yet for these open border policies. Well, we just haven't received them. And these are dividends that you will be receiving in the years to come. I, I don't know how far ahead, but there will be a price to pay for this. I guarantee you. And I don't say that with any jump in my step whatsoever. But you think about those borders and you think, who does it benefit? What kind of a policy is that? What, where, why, how, you know? And then you look at the way we, we pulled out of the world stage in Afghanistan. Never seen anything like that in our lives. Nothing even comes close. Nothing, nothing. It pales in comparison to anything you can think about in your, there's not another incident in the existence of this country, not one. Who would remind us what that moment looked like? Yeah, you remember with, with the uh, the military planes leaving the air, airports in Afghanistan, people hanging from them, falling all to their death, hanging onto the plane, jumping in the wings, trying to, I mean, being hit with propellers. I mean, it really didn't matter. Just trying to get the hell out of Afghanistan. Who could ever forget those images, you know? I mean, just an ad campaign on those images alone would be beneficial to any opposing party or political might that might be. But that withdrawal from that country, you who did that benefit? And all of the military might that was left behind for these evil people, again, we still right now do not have the dividends of that policy. We won't know for that policy for some time. You see, there's another one. The energy, dependence and independence, what took place with, with, with this entire energy fiasco, what, how, who would that benefit beside these loonies that think the sky is falling, that Chicken Little is running around and that we're going to die in what, just a handful of years from a climate catastrophe uh, would be about it, I guess, in their demented minds. But the rest of us, I mean, the rest of it, anybody who has a thinking brain would know that those policies are not going to benefit them. And now the dividends of that policy you're feeling a little bit of it now, but there's more to come on that, baby, I have to tell you. you. We're only scratching the surface of the energy problem. I mean, he's completely dismantled. It's, it's equivalent to a, a, a sucker punch to the gut would be the best way I would describe it to you and I. That's what, and everybody pays that price, by the way, everybody. Nobody escapes the energy, it's not just the gas price, it's anything in our life, it's every, it, just living and breathing. Those energy policies are gonna impact every single one of us. Nobody escapes that, nobody. Every good, every, everything we, every transaction, any living moment of our lives is impacted with energy. 
And you think about that policy, and it, it does get into a whole nother conversation, but to think that, you know, you know, this climate debacle uh, and what it stands for, what it represents, and uh, how it's dismantling uh, Western principles and pride and uh, progress, progress, and how it will set us back. And this whole notion that wind, solar, electric cars are going to save us somehow, we'll be back to the horse and buggy days, uh, my friends, before we ever feel any benefits of these policies. So you think of these um, these greedy elites, be the best way I describe it, who fly around in their fancy planes and, and, and swim and boat in their fancy yachts and live on their high grand poupas and their favorite places and live off the high end, sucking all the energy they can and the fossil fuels while telling everybody else to live in some other fashion. What's wrong with that? Yeah, we still don't have the dividends to that either. But there's more coming there, I promise you. And right now, the dividends are that we are paying, think about this now, the highest fuel prices in the history of our being, in the history of our existence. We are now paying those prices complements of this policy right here to dismantle American energy. You know, the way we've handled COVID, this, these policies, the, these are totalitarian at best, are very authoritative. Uh, this whole mandate uh, has really created uh, such hostilities with people and their lives and their families and their uh, friends, uh, their businesses, jobs, uh, all of it. Uh, this, this is so gross, grotesque, uh, the, these policies, these COVID policies. And then, you know, they keep telling us the milestones, more than a million now died. And, you know, and it's like, all of those people, we could have saved, I, I'm, I'm, I'm venturing to guess, I mean, probably 90%, maybe 80%, could be 90, I don't know, but we could have saved a lot of people. And of course, had we saved one more life, it, it would have been a blessing to somebody, you know, for sure. But you look at all of the people who have died on their watch and, and, and I don't, and nobody gets a pass on this one, by the way, nobody, the left or the right don't get a pass on this one. I mean, they all played to the Pied Piper tune up front in the pandemic. So no, no, nobody in the political process here gets a pass on this one, including Trump with the warp speed thing and all of that. All of that's unforgivable as far as I'm concerned. Okay. All right. Just giving it to you real. Uh, and, and we paid a price for that. And, and, and so many people have paid a price for that. They've paid the ultimate price for that. So who has accomplished from those policies, I, I ask you? Who? Just, just the crazy people, you know? And then the crime surge in our cities, the crime surge everywhere, and the, the, the record pace of criminal activities that are happening in these cities is, uh, Wow. I have no desire to visit any of these great cities that are now to the trash bin of history. They're, they're tra I mean, you know, I remember years ago being in Union Square in San Francisco with my mom at the time when she was alive and my wife and just, it was just amazing getting to the wharf out there and spending just beautiful time out there. And, you know, we were taking my mom on an Alaskan cruise just before she had passed away and, celebrate life and 
And I remember doing that in the 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 um, uniqueness of Union Square, all the, the 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 amazing caveats of California, you know, the great shopping, beautiful weather, uh, cool vibe, you know. Uh, yeah, it's uh, very distinctive memories of Union Square, San Francisco. Uh, you know how sometimes you're out on holiday somewhere and, you know, we, we tend to spend a little more, right, when we're on holiday, you know, we do, we tend to, I, I, don't, I don't know what it is, at least for me, it's a mindset, I guess, we don't normally, we probably wouldn't spend as much on a particular item, you know, if we weren't on holiday, but, you know, when we're on holiday, we, we sort of, eh, we're a little more loosey-goosey, maybe, kind of thing, you know, we'll spend a little more for dinner, or we might spend a little more on an item, and I remember being at Union Square, and I, I went in and I bought an absolutely beautiful, gorgeous pair of shoes, uh, men's shoes, and uh, and uh, uh, they were amazing, ostrich and all of that. They fit like, oh man, how do you say, like sex on the loose? I mean, fit like a glove, you know, really remarkably amazing. And it was like a thousand dollars something. These blessed shoes, I needed them like a hole in the head, you know. And uh, I remember walking out, get back, thinking, you know what? Oh man, these just feel really good. And, and I put the shoes on and say, oh, I feel like I'm walking, you know, like walking in heaven, walking on water almost, right? So uh, so I bought the shoes. I, I, I sucked it up, the white Viper bought just many years ago now, and even back then, a lot of money. And uh, I didn't know what they would do for me. But, you know, sometimes you do these silly things. And I remember walking out of the store, and my, my wife, my mother looks at me and said, you're kidding me. <laughs> you're kidding me. You did what? Oh, today, my friends, I probably wouldn't even touch that pair of shoes, but uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Union Square. Uh, amazing shopping, uh, just like the Miracle Mile in, in Chicago. I have another story out there as well. I can tell you on a business trip where I uh, dropped a little money on a briefcase. I, I don't want to say too much more. I'll give you the wrong impression. But uh, in any event, we sometimes do that uh, with an item. And I remember back then doing that in Union Square, but you know, uh, I digress. Uh, you know, looking at what's happened in, in these cities and crime and just, oh, my golly, uh, sure, homelessness, uh, drugs running rapid. But the average people being impacted by the criminal intent now is over the top. Uh, I, for one, I, I uh, will not be visiting any of these cities because I don't want to be in that position. You, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't want to be in that position. I don't want to have to be uh, having to deal with, uh, to defend oneself uh, and my wife or loved ones with you, that sort of thing. You know, I, I just don't want to be in that position uh, to be a, a victim of some crime episode. So no, I, I just won't be found in those cities. There's far too much crime. I don't think that's what's going to be in the future for a lot of people. We're probably going to avoid these, these uh, hot uh, areas like this that can potentially do great harm to us. It's going to become one of those future movies we used to see years ago. You know what I'm speaking of, where the crime was in the cities and it was an uncontrollable and out of control environment. And people would go back to their confines of their homes and their environments, but stay away from those uh, criminalized areas. And that's kind of, we're on the start of that now. Unless there's some radical plans uh, in a good way to clean our cities and you know, where's Rudy Giuliani when you need him, right? Back in the day, right? When he cleaned up New York. But uh, there, there's going to be a price to pay for all this. And we're paying it now. But I, I don't know how we have uh, to transform those cities back. It's going to be an undertaking. It's going to be a, after. It's, I mean, it's possible, but it's going to be a massive undertaking. 
uh, to be able to do that on a national level, which it would come down to really a local and state levels. Uh, but, you know, uh, it's going to take a lot of change of policies. Uh, it's going to take, uh, you know, a change in the way we think. And we're going to have to uh, really make uh, radical differences and hold the, the political elite uh, accountable uh, for the things they're doing. And it really comes back to these policies that they're putting into play, uh, the no bail, uh, letting everybody off and not charging with crime, uh, giving everybody a pass, the bad district attorneys in a lot of these markets, things of that nature. This is, this is what's happening. And, and so you think about the crime surge and, you know, nobody's really talking about it anymore. Very little, actually. Who benefits by all those policies? Surely not us, not, not, the, not, uh, not us folks, the average Americans. We don't benefit by this. It's the criminal intent. Now, all of this is going to be uh, uh, become uh, enraged more with the border that they're sending people all over the country. Uh, you've got a lot of bad cats through these gangs, uh, through the cartel, uh, through other sort of criminal folks who have bad records, a lot of sexual abuse, uh, criminals, all of that policies, that's being distributed all over the country. And a lot of these cities are going to uh, wreak havoc uh, from the benefits of those horrible policies. So crime surge is another one. The rise in inflation. I mean, what can you say about the economy? And we're going to dive into more of that today here on The Voice of a Nation here is this inflation business is absolutely uh, something that, uh, you know, we just haven't seen uh, in our lifetimes. M most of us haven't, unless you've lived through some of these real uh, deep depressions and you're really that much older or you've seen what America has gone through at the worst possible moments. Um, but, that, but that's part of the message as well. What can we learn from all of this? Um, you know, what can we learn from all this? And how do we learn? How do we move forward with all this? That's part of what I'd like to talk to you about today, actually, okay? Uh, you know, how we, how we move forward under this duress. What are the steps we should take, especially since we're dealing with a very tricky political class, uh, on, on, on really both sides of the aisle, because there's an enormous amount of, uh, um, call them what you want, but uh, it, it's a game of charades, really, in, in the political circles. It's a game of charades, I'd call it, uh, with Democrats and Republicans. And most of the time, you never know what they stand for. They lie like hell to get the job, to get the gig. And then when they get it, you know, it's all bets are off, as we're seeing right now, uh, pretty much. Uh, on the inflation, we're never seen anything like this before. Right now, we're talking year-over-year -year increases. Let me just give us a little taste at this moment what we're dealing with here. Energy across the board. We're over 30% increases north, over 30%, 30.3% at, at the moment. This is all escalating by the day. And these numbers, you'll listen to this later when it gets to podcasts, and these numbers will even be lower. They'll be higher then. Because everything is escalating, it's 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 multiplied. The factors are being multiplied off, because there's no policies being put into play to address these nightmare scenarios. These are horrible policies. A very hostile agenda. So energy across the board is up north of thirty percent. That's massive. If that touches everything in our lives. Everything is impacted by that. Products, services, everything we touch is far more than just a gallon of gas, my friends. But on the point of a gallon of gas, 
the, the price of uh, fuel, just fuel, oil, fuel, gas, you know, that's a, but fuel, 80%, we're talking 80.5% year over year increases. Is that crazy or is that crazy? That's insanity. But, you know, when you say who's really surprised and, you know, you have to think about that. Are, are the Biden policies, are they, are, are the people who put this all into place surprised? The, the administration, the cabal, the people behind this. So I don't think this is all under the uh, thinking process and the guise of Joe Biden himself. I think he's got, gone along to get along and he's sort of out of touch. We, we know that. I'm not going to talking much about that because I think everybody knows what we're dealing with here. But the powers to be in his uh, administration, people call it a cabal, people call it a regime, uh, not friendly words to use when you have a hostile co communist type Marxist driven policies and administration in there, you know, it's, it's not a soft, warm and fuzzy people. It just simply is not. But, you know, that's some serious dollars here at 80, north of 80% on the fuel and the oil. That's remarkable. Utility gas, 22.7. And then we get into the basics of life, which again, impacts everything. Impacts like eggs. You know, you think eggs are approaching now. They're, you know, they're well over 22% north now, but that impacts everything. That impacts all your bakery goods, or your breads. Everything is impacted by eggs. It's, it's part of life. You know, you need eggs to make a lot of things. So it, restaurant business, eating out, all of that stuff, eggs, a chicken, just a basic cheap old chicken is up over 22% north, you know. Uh, milk, 14% you know, up, you know, and, and then cars, give me cars. Now used cars are really escalated. And I started to see that actually uh, before even the inflation numbers said, actually used cars are one of the first things uh, to escalate. And uh, right now they're, they're approaching around 25%, uh, at least minimum. Now these, these prices can vary, but this is year to year increases and they'll vary throughout the country and various markets. And, and they're changing rapidly day to day, mind you. But just know that if you're looking for a used car, you're gonna pay through the nose for it, okay? Or through the wallet or credit card, right? But used cars for whatever reason have really jumped up New cars, less than used cars. And, I, and I, again, I've seen this over the last couple of years. New cars are just over 14, 15% right in that range, okay? Um, airlines. Now, I don't know any of you are flying out there. I avoid all of that. I, see, I, I do everything. Uh, uh, first of all, I'm too busy to be traveling. I've not been jet-setting anywhere, to be quite frank with you. I'm busy in the studio and doing all these things. I'm not exactly uh, jet-setting the world these days and living the high life. I'm in the trenches uh, building a massive network and a platform and uh, working very hard for America and for Americans, to be sure. Um, but uh, travel, uh, you know, the whole mask thing and this, this um, these policies and the, the condescending attitude that people had in the airports and the airplanes and the buses and the train. Yeah, I, I just don't do well with that, people. I, I just don't do well. Uh, I, I I, I want to, you know, for me, I, I, I probably am better off to not be put into that position to have to uh, have a problem or create a scene because I'm not going to tolerate somebody in my face and I'm not interested in wearing your mask and I'm not interested in playing your games and I'm not interested in you talking to me in a tone and I'm respectful as I would expect you to be respectful as well. You see, so now you see why I avoid travel. 
not to say the least, I don't have the time anyways, but surely I, I, I would say I missed that. But, you know, things will have to come back to earth and then we'll travel again. But no, I'm not going to be sucker punched for uh, travel. When you talk about airlines, they're up around 30, 35, about 35 percent right now north. Now, again, that's going up because uh, you see that's driven by energy to fly these Boeing jets around. They're sucking up a lot of energy here, to be sure. Okay, so that's that. So travel is very expensive. And it's, again, everything to impact energy is going to be. Uh, fish, seafood, about 12% north. Ground beef, 15% north. Uh, bacon, about 18, 20% north. Uh, every, see, you get the picture. Just I'll, I'll stop there. It's a whole ton more. But, you know, now overall inflation, uh, they're running about eight and a half. I'm seeing some people are saying 10, but we're actually paying probably about, I'm going to suggest to you about 20, 25% uh, in real terms of real world dollars that we're paying more for things uh, percentage wise, I'm, I'm speaking of. So, you know, so the say overall inflation, you know, eight and a half to 10%, that sort of thing. Yeah, it, it's more than that, that we're paying actually. Um, now, uh, you remember uh, Art uh, Laffer, uh, right? Art, he was the... Um, He's an economist for sure, but he was in the Reagan administration. I always liked Art, a very interesting fellow. He worked in the uh, Reagan administration. He was part of uh, Reagan's uh, economic uh, policy uh, board there. He had an advisory board and all, and Art uh, uh, made a name for himself under that board, basically. Uh, he said to all this inflation that's happening right now, he said, and I quote, if Biden would just undo what he did in the first 15 months in office, then inflation would come down. Well, there's a there's a quotable quote. Huh? There was one. Um, but, you know, they're not going to undo it. And you still have to ask yourself the question I asked when we opened this uh, talk up today. Uh, what were they thinking? Who, who would benefit? You know, when you sit down at a table, friends, and he and his people, his people, let me be respectful, because stay respectful, okay? He and his people sat down to have this conversation and they strike up their grand plan. Think about this place. And potentially if we could be a fly on the wall, that would be super sweet. We'd really get the, 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 the mustard uh, in, in the program here. You know, and they're devising all these policies. Do they ever stop and think to themselves, how will these benefit the American people? How will these improve lives? How, how will this? I mean, did that ever come into the equation here from these people? Did they ever think that through, I wonder, you know? So when they develop all these policies, what, what, what did they feel like? What happened when they went out for lunch that day after doing this in the morning? You know, maybe I'm potentially thinking about the business world. And then you say, oh, this has been a great morning. Let's go grab a bite. Okay, cool. Or maybe they bring it in because they're meeting at the White House. I don't know. But, you know, or even when they were doing their campaign and putting their campaign stru structure together. So you have to ask yourself when they ask themselves, like, all right, so we feel pretty good. We come up with a whole list. I've got about a dozen really action items here. Who are they going to benefit? Who in the hell are these policies going to benefit? Who? I, I, I don't understand who. They're not going to benefit anybody I can think of. They're not going to benefit the Democrat base. I mean, the only ones that are really going to benefit from the Democrat base is the Marxist, crazy, extreme people who want to kill America. 
you know, the squad and all those people that are lost their marbles over there on the far, far left, the crazy people. Those are the ones that are, you know, hot all over this thing. But they're not going to benefit real people. They're going to benefit real Americans. They're not going to benefit Democrats. They're going to benefit Republicans, independents. They're not going to benefit Americans. And it's a shame we have to break Americans down that way, but you have to today. Because it's no longer good or enough to say Americans. Yeah, they're, they're Democrats or Republicans or independents and they're communists. Marxists <laughs> were makeup of a lot of people, a melting pot, if you will, of many. But you had to think that they had to think. Or did they leave that meeting and say to themselves, well, <laughs> hey, Joe, this was a great meeting. We're going to screw those people over the cuckoo's nest here, man. You feel good? I feel good. I thought I could. I feel good. Did they really think that? Did they sing that song leaving the meeting? I'm wondering. I feel good. I really blew it today. Yeah, we screwed them over, Joe. Yeah. I mean, what were they thinking? Who do these policies benefit, I ask you? I, I don't understand. Well, the only way to understand, my fellow Americans, is that they were not out to benefit anybody. They were out to create, create havoc and, um, and pressure and demise. And it's criminal. Yeah, it's hostile. It's downright un-American. It's criminal. We're not just talking one or two isolated policies. Understand what I'm talking to you about. I'm not talking about an isolated or two or three policies. It's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about every policy across the board they put their fingers on. These fools have destroyed our nation in short order. So who are they benefiting? Well, what's the grand plan here? It's just, this is all part of what exactly? Yeah. And then we see the headlines and the stories coming out of the Republicans. Yeah. New World Order, Global Resets, Dismantle Little America, Gloom and Doom. You know, it's, uh, it's a mess, isn't it? It's a mess. And no matter who you talk to, they also know it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. So you have to ask yourself, how, how quickly, how soon? There's a lot of pain, first of all. I don't like to see anybody go through pain, by the way. Whether it's a Republican or Democrat or an independent, I don't want to see any of our fellow Americans go through pain. But the only ones that I, I, as I speak as a Christian here, the only ones I don't mind going through pain are the evil people, the, the Marxist left and the evil group over there. And I, I have nothing to do with those people. Don't, don't, they don't, I don't beat to that drum, Okay. We fight the good fight here in the fight of good and evil. And so, but no, I don't wish this pain on any, any hardworking American. I, I, I don't, uh, it, it's painful to even have these conversations, tr truth be told. And they're tough conversations, difficult. They have to be had though. So you have to ask ourselves right now, we're now coming into the heat of a midterm elections. You're going to see all the political games you've ever seen in your life in, in, in the next six months. We're, we're, okay, so we're May. So we're talking about, you know, what are we looking at? Uh, June, July, August, September, October. Ding, ding, ding. We're, we're, we're inside of six months now, kids. November, there's the, there's the bell right there, right? You can see it coming. You can, you can feel the, 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 the breath on the back of your neck. Feel the hairs stand up on the back of your neck? Surely you do. <laughs> 
that's the political hot air <laughs> that's going to be blown around from everyone's going to the lies will be thrown around and you know in the meantime people are truly truly suffering struggling but then you have to ask yourself how quickly can we fix this well it doesn't appear that they're going to take art laffer's uh, advice that they're going to undo their policies she said well the perfect way to fix all this right now is undo your policies well, they would have to admit they were wrong everywhere, I would imagine. But wouldn't they have known that when they planned this? this is, see, this is what I want you to really understand when you leave this today. Wouldn't, shouldn't they, wouldn't they, couldn't they have known that this was going to fail? Do you ever think that they thought that these policies would be a success? <laughs> yeah, think about that. And then, you know, you, you can draw your vision from that as far as the, the grand plans that they have in play for our nation and whatever capacity you wish, wish to uh, think about that, the desire of, you know, you just put it in that framework of, of what the future of America is. And, and uh, you know, the, the, the people are in office that are running the ship and the policies that are put forth. I, I, just, I just can't see where any of this benefits any Democrat anywhere, uh, anybody, any, any particular person, except the evil people who want to do harm to our country because these policies are doing great harm to these United States of America. Sadly, I'm here to report that today to you, my fellow Americans. And embarrassingly, I say to my friends around the globe, it is an embarrassment, frankly. It is an embarrassment that we, uh, you know, have to have this conversation, number one, and two, that we, uh, we um, have allowed this to happen. It's, it's a bit, uh, well, a little humiliating, maybe, a little bit of water, cold water on the face. Uh, we're all human, right? We all screw up now and then. It's how we fix the problem, I guess, and move forward. But it is a little embarrassing, a little humiliating, um, you know. For those of us who have pride in our nation and, and believe in American exceptionalism and knowing that we can and will and have and will do it again in the future, be anything that we wish to be. We the people, the power of we the people. Oh man, it's it's, it's incredible, invincible. Just pull that, put that plug into the socket and boom. And that's what we need right about now, friends. You know, there's an old saying I'll talk to you about um, a moment about what doesn't, uh, kill us. What doesn't kill us, you remember that saying, if it doesn't kill us, it makes us stronger. It makes us stronger. And, and, and it's a hell of a tune out there, but it's, it's a saying that comes from a German philosopher. And it's really something to think about in our nation right now. The fact that we are taking on this pain, the fact that we are being punched in the gut, right? Well, potentially, if we really can learn from this moment and it doesn't kill us in the process, could it potentially make our union stronger? Could we come out the other side to be a better people? Wow, I, I pray for that moment. I, I want that for us. I want that for you. I want that for our fellow man. I want that for me. I want that for our great nation. I want that for humankind, for humanity. I want that more than anything, that we come out stronger. What that means, though, is there's going to be some pain up front here. And I'll explain to you a little bit more about what I mean. And we shouldn't let our guard down at all. And we shouldn't hope for a, a false victory right now. We don't need a false victory. 
Because if we get a false victory, it's still going to set us up for failure as a nation. And we're in an important spectrum right now of time. We're coming into that cycle now, as, as I share with you prior, and it, you know, if you hear me for the first time, you hadn't heard this before, but we're now in that cycle of reaching toward our 250-year milestone. Uh, that, yeah, that's it, America. That, you know, those of you who were here remember 1976 and the pride of the centennial? That's what we have coming up here in America now at 250 years. It's going to be an incredible milestone in our nation. And the biggest question we have is what will we look like and will we still be standing and it's just it's just a handful of years away now. It's inside of one it's it's inside of one handful of years, and we'll be there. You see, as we're celebrating now, two hundred forty six years here coming up here. You see, and so you see what's happening, and now we're at a moment of time here, my fellow Americans. So it's about getting stronger, and sometimes we we do we we have to get weak before we get stronger. And a lot of us went through that, and and actually even the whole COVID thing, we went through that. Many of us did. Uh, you know, in um, Northwestern universities, an interesting piece about the science proves uh, that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Uh, researchers find that early career failure promotes future professional success. And I, I firmly believe that. You know, for many of us, when we're in our 20s, uh, our early 20s and into our 30s, I mean, we, we mess up a few times. We don't have the world experience. Like, I, I wish I had then. The world experience I had now, you know, I mean, really, though, I wish I had the confidence level then I have now. I wish I had the world experience and was a person of the world as I am now then. Golly, do I wish that, man, uh, you know, because it would have put me that much further ahead. It would have primed me for great success earlier on in my life. And I would not have wasted many of those years. But, you know, wishing is, is a fool's game, isn't it now, friends? <laughs> but I share that with you just the same, you know? But Northwestern University, I agree with them on that. We find that early career failure promotes future professional success. Uh, the question is, and I wanna translate that to our nation. Could that be the same for our nation? You see, you see where I'm going? Will the science prove that as well, that what doesn't kill us will make us stronger as a people? If that's going to be the case, that's going to be our job here at America Out Loud and you and I to make sure that happens. And we're going to have to unite people and pull people into a bigger conversation here, friends. We're not going to get that by being nasty, pulling people down and wishing the worst of people. I frankly don't see what that produces. And it's not something I desire here. I prefer to lift people up. And so I, I, I think we need to ask these questions, though, and as a nation, as a people. And, and I hope you'll do that with me. One of the other ways we do here as a people here and the partnerships we have here, and, and they're tremendous. And, and you hear me talk about it. You hear them on the platform a lot, I, I'm sure. And I, I hope you understand and respect that you know, we have a lot of sponsors who want to come on board here at America Out Loud. And we're very selective, very, very selective, quite frankly. And, uh, you know, I'm looking for strategic partnerships that create, um, I, in fact, I have refused national brands, uh, names you would know immediately, and I, I cannot say them for reasons of not embarrassing folks, but I have refused that business because we want those strategic partnerships that feel right. Well, that makes sense. That bring a better quality of life for all of us. You can find that in the brand of Cofix RX um, is the nasal with the povidine iodine in there. It is an amazing product. Uh, 
uh, with this povidone uh, uh, iodine, truly remarkable. And um, it, uh, what happens is, and again, I've, I've told you all before, if we had um, used this uh, in uh, early on in the pandemic, my friends, we would have saved countless people. But it's a nasal rinse, so you wash your nose with it, and it's a povidone iodine, which kills everything. Uh, superbugs, flus, influenza, SARS-CoV-2, you name it. Uh, the, the povidone iodine in there and all of that will kill that before it gets into your respiratory tract, before it gets into your lungs. It's the best investment any of us can make. And everybody in your family, your loved ones should have a bottle. Do not waste any time and do not mess around on this. Get this product, please, and have it there. So anytime you feel anything in you, you use the Covix RX. I'm telling you. Uh, you get 20% off by using the out loud code, period. Just use it. Go on there, cofixrx.com. Uh, forward slash out loud, get the 20% off, or just go to americaoutloud.com and click the banner ads that are there you know, for Cofix RX. It's C O F I X. Get that 20% off. Okay. Do yourself a favor. Get several bottles. In fact, five or more bottles to get free shipping, but get it for those around you that you love and share that Cofix RX. It's, it's, it's very inexpensive. You, you just need to have this. Okay. Don't mess around with it. It's, it's the wave of the future. And had, had people had this at the beginning of the pandemic, a lot of people would still be living, quite frankly. The other way to do it, friends, with a healthy immune system is healthy cell. Healthy cell. Golly, I love this product. I love this product. It's a micro gel. It is absolutely the best. So it's pill free. I mean, they have other products in there, but the vast core of their product line is the micro gel pill free. And it's a little packet, easy to travel with, pretty, pretty cool. Take it right out of the package into your mouth if you like that. It tastes good, no problem there. Or I put it in a little water, a couple ounces, because I take other things with it. Uh, I'm on a kick of health these days after COVID and my wife's suffering. We just want to live a healthy life. I want to be here uh, for, the, for the duration, if you will, you know. So if you'll have me, that is. Uh, but uh, Immune Super Boost with Healthy Cell has vitamin C, vitamin D3, zinc, echinacea extract, elderberry extract. I mean, come on, people. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Immune Super Boost, a fabulous product. Uh, focus and, and recall for the brain, brain power. I love it, love it, love it. It has a tangerine taste in that little package again. I take that every day. Uh, it helps a lot. Uh, REM sleep. You've been hearing Dr. McCullough and I talk about that a lot because it's very effective stuff. It's just rest your body. These are, not, these are all natural now. Anyways, check these products out. HealthyCell.com forward slash out loud. Get 20% off that first order with Healthy Cell. There's nothing like it, my friends. Nothing like it. So get that for yourself as well. Those are products that are going to improve your life. Take a real fast pause and we'll join you on the other side. You're listening to the voice of a nation. Listen to Malcolm, the voice of a nation on iHeartRadio or our free apps on Apple, Android or Alexa. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day. Yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. Is a record player the best way to listen to music? Of course not. 
So why are you still taking vitamins that haven't been upgraded since the 1930s? Even if your vitamins aren't hard to swallow, it's time to upgrade to Healthy Cells pill-free, patent-pending microgel supplements that work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. They taste great, convenient on the go, and they're more natural too, without chemical binders, fillers, and coatings. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order of any product. That's HealthyCell.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L, -E -L -L, and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. Our global experts are brilliant writers and engaging hosts on a mission of a lifetime. You'll find the latest news and inspiration on the front page of AmericaOutloud.com. It is Malcolm Out Loud here, yours truly, as we join you back here on The Voice of a Nation. And uh, friends, do me a favor, get over to AmericaOutloud.com and share, share, share the out loud truth. Get it out there from sea to shining sea and from one edge of the globe all the way around to the other edge uh, to our friends in Australia and New Zealand and throughout Europe. And America Out Loud is heard all over the world and the people love it. We see the response and we see how people relate to the network and we love you back here. I want you to know that. It's a family here at America Out Loud, a fabulous host, radio host, podcast host, uh, writers, columnists, amazing talk. It's all back there at AmericaOutloud.com. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a mission. It's, it's a gift of a lifetime is what it is. So help us get that out there. I talked to you about, you know, can what doesn't kill us make us stronger? That's part of the reason I think we don't want a false victory right now. I think, as I mentioned, oh, a few weeks back, if you heard me on one of the programs, I said, we should not fix everything temporarily. What worries me is that you have to understand and follow what I'm saying now. The fact that all their policies are so bad and so atrocious, and we're never going to succeed, they were always doomed to fail. I, I gave you the litany of those already, and there are many more, but they were never for the success of America or Americans. So we surely don't want a false victory right now. Uh, and so we need to, how do I say it? It is painful. I, I don't kid you, it's not. But we're going to have to suck it up. We're going to have to deal with the pain right now. Uh, whether you voted for this, uh, th this uh, Biden people or not, um, I did not, clearly. Uh, but you, we will have to end up. And if you did and you regret that, that's, that's fine. I hear you. I hear you. And I'm not here to rub your face in it or anything else. Okay, it happens. Uh, we have to now get stronger together and fix the problem. Okay. And not go back there again. So we don't want a temporary victory right now because it's already been proven. These people are not out in our, for our best welfare and, and our salvation here. So I think we're going to need to keep the pain in play. 
they have no they're not going to take art laffer's uh, advice anyways i grant you they're not going to change all their policies and do a 180 rest assured we see no sign of that happening and so with that said uh, i don't think we want a false victory now we're going to have to deal with it and we're going to have to look out for each other and we're going to have to move forward and you know in just november will come uh we, god willing uh in the midterms and we will deal with that whatever that may be and there will be another election for the commander in chief uh, coming up quick enough once we get through the midterms the clock will move fast uh you know sometimes too fast for many of us uh, as we get older and older right in life and and we're gifted this amazing life uh wow i think about that all the time you know just in past days uh, the weather beautiful you know walking i walk every day walk outside you know and i even last night just a beautiful crisp air walk out there with my little dog zachary is the name of my dog's little chinese crest i love him and uh you know and we're walking out there and i i just look up at the beautiful beautiful evening and the stars and you know i just praise god you know thank god for this beautiful existence you know on the, on this hmm, heavenly planet um yeah i say that and you say well malcolm i don't know you got a lot of evil here a lot of demonic forces yeah we definitely have demonic forces in a fight of good and evil but the basis of our existence and the basis of the possibilities of humankind and is is remarkable it never is lost on me never 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 and so i i really always try to cherish that moment of being one you know what i mean just being one within who we are as people in the big grandiose of life on this planet and the universe of universes you know i mean come on there's something truly special and remarkable about this lifetime and another way to look at it is we're here at this moment to do battle we're here to defend good we're here to to put the righteousness out there to fight the good fight that's why we're here we should never lose sight of that okay fair enough we need to fight the fight here that's the purpose i i know that's my purpose uh, i've noticed since i was a young boy i i just don't know why i knew but i knew since i was about 15 years old i knew that um you know i knew that the good lord was going to use me somewhere along the journey here now listen i'm i'm a i put my pants on i'm a real cat like anybody else out there i don't profess to have the magic uh, this that or the other but i just knew early on that uh, god was going to use me you know yes and i just go to sunday school as a boy and all that but i wasn't overly religious that's not even the point here religious or what have you having faith and believing in all of this and being overly religious are two different things let's be clear so you know what i'm talking about okay so but i always knew that uh, the real commander in chief god almighty would use um malcolm's resources and talent Uh, for a better purpose uh not knowing all what that would be i said okay well when that happens in life uh, subscribe to it and i'll be ready for the run i really meant it i really i've known this i'm i'm telling you even through all my years in the corporate boardrooms and even today you know with the summation platform and network and always having the opportunity to talk with you on this amazing show on the voice of a nation i never lose sight of it I never never lose sight of this mission and the purpose of it in my place in all of this and why I'm here why I'm here so that's the battle we have here and and 
I am really counting on good people coming together and us building that tent to be a bigger tent for humanity. Uh, the stakes are incredibly high right now. A lot of this uh, hostile agenda is, uh, is out in the open. It's no longer hidden. You can classify this in any category you wish to, uh, whatever you want to call it, but it is a demonic forces to be sure. And that is a very hostile agenda that is worthy uh, for nobody's usefulness. It is not going to benefit any of our lives, whether you be a Democrat, Republican, independent, or any God-loving person, it is not going to uh, move your agenda forward in life. And this goes across the board. So this is a conversation today that every American should hear. I hope you'll do your, your, your best, your darndest to push this out. It's so important you do that. You understand? Because if this is only good for you and I in your ears and my mouth, then we're not really doing our job. Potentially put a personal message on this. Please do that and get this out to our fellow uh, Americans, our fellow man, our fellow man. I mean, in our fellow man and woman, right? Correct. Yeah. Mankind, womankind, kind, kind, people, kind, whatever you want to call it human beings. Let's get it out to everybody and let's have them understand the fight and what we're doing. Okay. This administration is choking by the moment and they are not going to reverse these policies. It is pretty clear. And there's a little too late in the game to turn this Titanic around. Anyways, we have already in the process now of hitting the iceberg. And now we've hit the iceberg. And the question is, uh, you know, exactly. Uh, what happens now? We got lifeboats. Do we save the Titanic from going down? Are we able to do that and cut off the, the loss? Uh, where are we exactly in all of this? But we have surely hit the iceberg at this point. And we look at all these policies. It's more than just inflation. I, I already went through this litany of policies with you, which benefit nobody. There's no human being that's being benefited by these policies. That's why the poll numbers of the president and the administration are in record low territory, never been there. I mean, he's, he, he has created new historical lows like we have never experienced before in our nation. Never seen it before, okay? Uh, and in fact, um, to give you an example, on May 5th here, a CNN headline caught my attention. Biden is close to the point of no return with Americans on the economy. Yeah. You, 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 for sure. And I looked at this analysis that was put forth and it was very accurate. You know, they say President Biden and his administration appear perilously close uh, to an irre irreversible severing of a public confidence in his capacity to deliver prosperity and financial security as stiff economic challenges balloon into huge political liabilities. Well, but of course, these are all uh, points that he created. These are the reason they're perilously close is he created these liabilities, this administration, these policies. They had to sit down at a whiteboard and figure this out at the time. And they had to know that these policies would benefit nobody because they're not productive. They're not favorable. So when they went to lunch that day, they had to know they were, you know, tightening the screws to every American. People, there's no other way. It's not possible. You just have to look at, there's just too many. It's not just one or two things. You understand? 
it's not like they got like six victories over here and three losses and the three losses are major. No, they have nine policies that are all failing. You see what I mean? It's, it's, it's a failing deal. There's no way to win on this thing. It's bad. And so they have to, I don't know what their overall motives are. We can speculate on that. And many times we do, but right now we've got a country to save. We've got thy fellow man to save. And so we've got, this is why we've got to turn this, this boat around quickly, this Titanic, before we do sink people. And that's kind of the visual I want you to have in your mind right now with the iceberg and the Titanic and where America is and all these policies, what's taking place and what we have to do as, as a person, as a people, as a collective. That's what we need to talk about. You see? Yeah. And that poll, that, uh, and that headline from CNN said plenty to me, the point of no return. And they're looking at the numbers, and the numbers do not look good, clearly. Well, how could they look good? And when the numbers now are dropping into the 20s on anybody who thinks, and you wonder who that 20% is even. Is that like his immediate family or something? I think he's doing a swell job? Or their immediate families, you know, the, the Biden group there? Maybe their immediate families in the Biden group potentially they make up that to 20% who think he's doing a swell job. That and the Marxist left, that's potentially the only people that think he's doing, they, doing a swell job. That's it. That's it. That would be that 20 or so percent, whatever the number is. I, you know, I don't want to pick pixie sticks with you here, but that, that's got to be the group there. It's got to be his immediate family, that, those people in the collective and, you know, the Marxist left are the evil. Hey, you're doing a swell job, Joe, and, 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 the, and the cabal, because they're all involved in this. It isn't just him. Anyways, that's where we're at, my fellow Americans and my dear, dear friends around the globe. Uh, I know you're hoping and wishing the best for all of us. And I know you're having your trouble out there as well in all these great countries. I know everybody is. It's not an easy time for anybody right now. It, it isn't. And it's one more gut punch after the COVID uh, fiasco and what we've gone through in mankind. Uh, my friends, I wish you a jump in your step today. I truly wish you the very best. Link up with us and let's make a difference here. Friends, it's time to get involved and get loud America.